Hello, everybody. Thanks for downloading this episode of the Nerdball Podcast. I am your host, Lorenzo Melcher, as always, sitting here in my basement, hanging out um, as my children are upstairs doing who knows what. Actually, it's quiet, so that's good. So they're probably they're probably reading books and that kind of stuff or on their phones. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, I say this every week. Uh, thanks to all of you for listening, downloading, subscribing uh, to the podcast. Uh, picked up a couple, a few more uh, YouTube subscribers, so that's cool. So keep that going. Uh, haven't really touched any social media stuff. Uh, I did look into this app uh, that that you put a video in and it gives you 10 clips. They say 10 viral clips. Uh, I guess I'll be the judge of that. So you can do it one time for free. So I might do that, see what that looks like. Uh, maybe cut down on some of the work that I'm doing. But again, I'm investing in something that <laughs> has yet to pay me any money. So... I don't know. We'll see. That might be a family discussion. The family has put in a lot of money into this podcast. So <laughs> I think I should consult them around dinner. But uh, anyway, so maybe look on, on look out for social media. Who knows? I, I don't know. Just keep downloading and subscribe. You guys are, you guys are great doing that. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, my guest today is, uh, uh, is uh, a former teacher, realtor, uh, works at a gym. There's a lot of stuff. It's a great conversation with her. Um, I always wonder why why teachers leave teaching. So I asked her that question. So that was uh, that was a cool conversation there. But it was, it was a great episode. Uh, if you would like to hear more of these, make sure you're subscribing, hitting the like button wherever you uh, are listening, so you don't miss an episode. And uh, I look forward to you all listening to this episode. Thanks. I'm Courtney Rager, and this is the Nerdball Podcast. Right on cue. Look at that. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) This is the Nerdball Podcast with Lorenzo Melcher. All right. Thanks, Courtney, for coming on the podcast. (laughs) Yeah, no problem. Well, I know I'm in the middle of a really cool podcast, so I can't help you right now. But I don't know what to do. And this is life. <laughs> it, this is, is it. it is. This is it. You can you can just go play with your buddies. Love ya. Okay. Okay. <laughs> this is gonna be your best one ever. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Courtney, uh, thank you for for coming on. My first thing is how many how many times do people misspell your name? Um, I, I wanted every, to put a U in it every time. Yeah. Every time. Yeah. The, Sometimes it's really fun and I get a K. Oh yeah okay and i'm like well that's throws, different throws it off a little bit that's well that's how my wife her name's andrea and she spells it uh a-n-d-r-i-a but no one ever spells it right right, so, right. yeah yeah i i just that, that was the first thing because i i immediately put a u in it i go i better check it just to make sure so yeah no you ask jack ask your brother he's big go on go ask him love you so much that's parenting advice for everybody just tell me love them and, sh- and, right. and they'll be all right yeah just know the love yeah <laughs> exactly. um so the first thing i always ask people is what is something you nerd out about something you're really into a hobby um uh tv show do you like cooking something that kind of gets you away from like the daily grind um <clears throat> well i like i like disciplining my kids um I would say that's a big hobby of mine. Um, no, I love uh, I love plants. Oh, I nice! Like that's perfect. Um, I, I love plants. Yeah. Yeah. So unfortunately, like this room doesn't have as many, but other rooms have an abundance 
of um, foliage. So I do like plants and I, and I like books. So specifically like indoor plants or indoor plants. Yeah. We, uh, we stoned our entire outside because I don't know how to grow outdoor plants. Okay. So we have zero plants outside of our home. Um, all stones there, you know, there's, I think that's called, uh, uh, zero scaping. So where it's all stone and everything. And there are super as someone who went to school for landscape and turf grass management there's super super easy plants that you can stick in your yard well we did that we did that last year we got a little wild um we got uh what are they called yuccas they're called yeah Yeah. and they're still green and we got about four of them and put them in our backyard um we have a pool back there and so i was like well how can we make it maybe like tropical feeling and those things look kind of tropical yeah yeah so there's they're still there they All haven't right. done and i haven't done anything to them so they're they're my new favorite you know they make uh variegated yuccas i don't know if you, yours are just yeah. green yeah yeah they i've seen those ones i don't have those ones though yeah those would be even more tropical feeling well maybe that's what i'll add next year <laughs> <laughs> so I- indoor plants i uh we don't have like the greatest windows for indoor plants um, okay. so we, we have, we have, we do have like a, I call it a garden window, but it is like a, a window that kind of sticks out a little bit. It's not quite a bay window cause it's not huge, Yeah, uh, but it looks like they put it specifically for plants. So we have some in there. I've been getting into succulents lately. Oh um, yeah. So much where I, so my parents had one, I took a couple of leaves off. And then when I, when I go to the store, if I see leaves on the ground around the, you take around them. the succulents, I'll pick them up cause they're so easy <laughs> to propagate. You're propagating king. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So I, uh. I have a bunch of little pots and I need to get bigger pots now. And, but I don't, oh. I don't know what to do with them because I don't have, I, I don't have quality, a quality area to put these plants, you know? So right. I, I don't right. know. I'm going to have to give them to my parents because my parents have a really good space and so does my in-laws. So I might right. have to just start shipping them out. Well, I mean, you know who else would take them? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I have some really cool ones and I have, it's, it's, it, and it's cool like to start from a leaf and now there's a plant like four inches, you know? It's, yeah. It's, they're cool. cool. They're super yeah. cool. Is, is that you've always been to that or is that one thing like hey when i get a house uh, i want to do this you know what i i was actually trying to think about when it started um i feel like our first house i think our first house we bought in perrysburg was was when i got some plants and one of them um i mean we got it at lowe's you know it was almost i think it's similar to a yucca it's actually like a big stalk and then it's got like big thick green green leaves but it was you know maybe i don't know as tall as my two-year-old when, when he when he was two now he's 10 but um it was about as tall as he was when I got it and now I mean it's like it's huge um and that was yeah like eight years ago so I'd say about eight years ago okay all right when I kind of I don't know I don't know why it's like oh this might look cool in our kitchen and then it then it began the rest is history yeah I, I yeah I think more times than not people when I ask them that it's like oh when did that start or when did you start doing that they don't they don't have a solid answer it's just yeah. like I don't know it just I picked up a book one day or I picked up a plant or, you know, I yeah. started, I started knitting and it was cool or whatever, you know, yeah. which I, I guess is, is a really good way to, to, to pick up a hobby. Cause you know, people, people, as someone who does has tried a bunch of different things, like you try to right. find all these things for no, for no seemingly no reason. And then something sticks and you're like, all right, well, this is, I'm the, I'm, I'm the indoor plant person now, I guess. Right. 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 <laughs> My friends have got me bags, like crazy plant lady and, you know, coffee <laughs> mugs and all kinds of stuff. So and then you start collecting that and it's just great. You know, as, as, uh, that cat walked by, I think oh. you have the record for the most things of just walking by in your background. <laughs> well, and that's funny it's, so, 
there's two people missing the dog the dog's actually down here in the in the corner oh okay if my if my seven-year-old were home he would also be (laughs) it's so it's so funny but you're right like as as a as a mom uh like that's just that's just what is happening like you you know when your daughter your daughter came up she in her little brain, she knew it's like ah, I probably shouldn't be bothering mom, but I'm gonna do it anyway because I'm a child and I'll do what yep. I want. And... and it's fine. And mom's not gonna yell at me in front of all these people, so it's <laughs> fine. Oh. All these people is pretty generous. I... Hey, you know what? <laughs> We're gonna go with it. All right, all right. One point one point five million followers are gonna do today. <laughs> oh, that Mrs. Rager's on there. <laughs> someday, someday. You know, I, I uh, people always ask like. Like uh, when I ask people, when I ask them to come on, like, well, why do you want me to come on? Or what am I going to talk about this and that? I was like, well, that's my job. I'll figure it out. And I'll, I'll interview you and ask good questions. Also selfishly, each person, each person I interview, I'm hoping at least one person in their circle is like, oh, this is pretty cool. And I'll, and I'll be a life, lifelong listener now, you know? So like, like, like I'm trying to like broaden that and you know, all these people that are like, that I kind of know. You know, that's my favorite part about it. I've always I've said it several times on here. The people that I kind of know are my right. favorite because I can be really comfortable with with you, but still like ask these questions that I want to know the answers to because I right. because that just that beginning level of friendship, you know. Right. Yeah. I can't watch it. Go, get, go, go see your brother. Okay. <laughs> I gotta be. I gotta have a stern face, so, so I'm not adding to it. A third. Oh, a third face. <laughs> a, a, a stern face, just so. Stern, look at he's how yeah. mad he is, or I like. Oh dang, the tongue spit out doesn't really affect either of us. Love ya. Actually, it's funny. She's normally not like this. On. Isn't calls. that wild? Isn't that yeah. yeah? Normally, like, well, normally, you know, I'll have a call with, you know, the owner of my gym. So mm-hmm. we'll have a call a week. I have a call with my my real estate teammate and so like she's very comfortable with them but i think since she doesn't know you she's like oh let's just something new let's do it wild yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. anyways uh well, well you mentioned two two things you're you know working at a gym and then being a realtor now and a real right. estate agent um first of all and i, I don't know if you if you want to answer this question to the fullest but the first question that brought that came to my mind and i'm right. sure people have asked you is like why'd you leave teaching Right, right, right. Let me let me do my behavior management real quick. Okay. I need you to go watch your show because I'm in the middle of something. Can you do that? Love you. Bye. Okay. Um. Actually, it's funny. I the year I left, we had just had this great behavior training, and I really would have loved to use it another year, but now I just use it at home. So, um. <laughs> so yeah, why I left teaching? It's it's a very tough question. Um. Yeah. So I I taught for ten years. And I was lucky enough to have your child. Um, Actually, I was going to make the joke when you were talking about followers. Like, I hope you just want all the kids to follow you because I know like, you know, 600 children. (laughs) Hey, followers are followers. (laughs) That's like the only people I know. Um, (laughs) But um, no, you know, so when I started out, I was in a charter school and, um, you know, coming from Perrysburg, it was pretty eye opening um, to work with a lot of those kids. And I still keep in touch with a lot of those kids and they're, you know, like 19, 20, 21 now, which is wild. Um, you know, and they've, they've gone through a lot of things that I'll probably never, ever go through. Um, but anyway, so I started out in fifth grade in Toledo for two years and I went up to Lake, um, for fourth grade for the next five. Um, and that was great. Built a nice, you know, uh, 
school community there. And, and I loved all the people that I worked with and all the kids that I worked with. And then the end goal it, in the bottom of my heart was always like, I want to end up in Perrysburg. I want to, you know, be a true townie, live here, teach here. My kids go here, like, you know, live, breathe, die jackets. And so, <laughs> um, so anyway, so COVID, so 2020, I actually, they were, they were hiring and I was like, well, that would be wild to like get hired in fall of 2020. Well, I did. And it was, it was funny because my interview was actually via zoom and I did it from my daughter's bedroom, which was like a nursery at the time. And I remember making all these dumb jokes. Cause I was like, you know, I have a great job. Like I love where I'm teaching. So I'm just going to go in and be myself because teaching interviews are really like nerve wracking. I've, I've heard uh, from <laughs> teacher friends of mine, how they can. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you got all these principals staring at you and you're like, Oh dang. And like a director of curriculum and yeah. all, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it makes me nervous mm-hmm. and um and i like people so it's it's funny um but anyway i was like i'm just gonna be myself if i crack some jokes i crack some jokes and this is just kind of who i am so i remember going into that interview and it was my first time like on a zoom call like that with, mm-hmm. with adults and so i remember getting on i'm like oh geez my hair looks oh, awful. <laughs> <laughs> and then um I, I like went like this it's like i'm so sorry my my two-year-old really just, her room is a disaster. I'm so sorry. She didn't clean up before my interview. Like just all these you know, <laughs> dumb things. And then they hired me. <laughs> and I was like, well, you know, and actually it was, um, what's the other funny one? I'll never forget because I was just so, so proud of myself. Um, like we were supposed to do a lesson. So like we, we pretend that they're kids and we present a lesson that they've provided us the standards with. And I asked a question and like no one answered. And I was like, Hey, if we're going to role play, I need someone to pretend to answer that question for me. Oh, <laughs> so anyway, so I was thankful because they were like, well, I guess she's kind of crazy. Like she could be fun. Yeah. But anyway, so I got hired in fall of 2020 and um, I feel like actually that was the easiest year, which is weird because that was the first year we all went back and it was yeah. masked and like everyone was divided. And so he, Mateo must've been what? Second, second grade. <clears throat> 2020. Um, so second grade, and he was third. Grade. He's in seven. He's in sixth grade right now, so yeah. maybe, th- maybe third. Gosh, was he my second group? I don't even remember anymore. There's so many groups, so many kids, six hundred kids. Um, so anyway, so then we had our second. So it was great, like getting to know the team and like the kids and the building. Um, and the second year was good, and then the third year we just, I don't know, there was just some. It just, I feel like the pressures of teaching just kind of started to weigh on me a little bit. There was, you know, just like the redundancy of testing and like, you know, making sure we're hitting all of these standards and, mm-hmm. you know, student behaviors. And like, I personally always felt like I had really good parent support. Like I never had, I really don't feel like I ever had any parents that ever made me feel bad. Like mm-hmm. maybe two or three over 10 years. Like I had, I was always very fortunate because not every teacher is. And there's, there are a lot of parents who don't, support and appreciate their kids teacher and it's like we're the first person they blame and yeah man like if we could only have a camera in the classroom you wouldn't say that you, you know we <laughs> yeah. At, at, yeah as coaches we say that too like hey yeah. what, why is my kid not playing this that come to practice yeah come to practice I mean, and watch like, your kid exactly i mean yeah. it's just like we don't we wouldn't make it up yeah <laughs> like that it's not fun for us so you know between between other um just some of my friends and some of the things that they went through last year and like admin went through and just, I just was like, if that ever happened to me, I would just, 
my little like I'm very like positive person mm -hmm. like I would just be crushed my whole spirit would be crushed and I'm like I can't let that happen to me um and so I just was like you know what we can there's other things um you know, I'm a people person. So like, I know there's other things I could do. Mm -hmm. Ultimately, I wanted to work with kids because I do like kids. And I know that's a really cliche of teachers to say, but it's, it's totally true. So, um, well, that's, there's gotta be some of that. No one's gonna be like, Hey, I'm getting to, I'm getting into teaching because math is awesome. Not right. Heck no, <laughs> no way. Like if you don't like kids, yeah. and there, there are teachers who don't like kids. It's like, that's if you crazy. don't, you gotta get out. That's so crazy. Go do something else. Yeah. Cause you're surrounded by tiny humans all yeah. day long. Like, Oh my galley. But, um, yeah, so I just kind of started thinking and I, like I said, I started working out at vault, um, three years, well, same around the same time, actually 2020. Of the okay. call. And, um, you know, I liked our owner and, and we're around, we're the same age. And I was like, you know, would you ever think like I could work here? Like, cause I love fitness. That's kind of my love for that's, I guess that'd be another nerd thing. I like okay. fitness. Um, I was like, I could do this. Like I could coach it's teaching and it's fun and I'm high energy and, so he started, you know, talking to me about it. And I was like, well, maybe I'll do that. And then my, my best friend and her husband, um, Kelly and Jake Whitmer, they got into real estate. They left corporate America, wanted to make their own schedule and got into real estate. So I was like, well, I, again, I like people, so I could just show houses like that would be fun for me, talk to people. And so then I got my license and then I was like, well, I have these two opportunities like usually I don't stray from the beaten path, but let's just do it. And so I resigned and it was super hard. I mean, lots of tears because it's just one scary, um, you know, my schedule was changing. My kids like kind of knew the, the, the whole routine and, mm -hmm. but we're doing it and it's fine and it's good. And I'm learning lots of things and, um, what's, it's going well. Well, you're able to take the, the part that you loved about teaching the kids and the talking to people and all that, and be able to do two different things now with that and still, you know, still have right. fulfillment with that. Yeah. Um, but the, 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 becoming a realtor is, seems scary to me because you can be, you can be a really good realtor showing houses and talking to people and this and mm -hmm. stuff, but then it matters. Then it all depends on the market and you have no control right. over that. And right. it, it just seems very scary to me that, that something could happen with my job that I don't have a control over. Right. And that's why it's kind of nice to have this other side yeah, yeah. <laughs> because I'm like, yikes, that would be, you know, and I'm, and I'm still learning. And like, I've had three closings. Oh, that's four, three, three closings. Um, and they were all like friends of mine. So one was someone who moved back. Actually, she was from Harrisburg too move back from the South. So we did, I got a new build experience and then um, a family from church had me list their house. And then my uncle actually had me help him purchase a house. So it was really nice. It was a nice transition for me to learn with people like, just like you said, for this podcast, like people that you feel comfortable with. Mm -hmm. And like, if you do make a mistake, which I try really hard not to, but if you do, you know, it's not someone you're, you don't know. Yeah. You know, so yeah, because those those mistakes, especially with strangers, are like, all right, should yeah. we be working with this person? <laughs> right, they? right. Because it's yeah. not just like a small mistake. It's like, oh dang, there's thousands of dollars at stake. You know yeah. what I mean? It's yeah. uh, and deadlines, <laughs> and the um the yeah. So I, I've only worked with one realtor. We've had the same realtor. We bought we bought two houses, sold one, bought two, and we've used the same guy. And he's been really good. And yeah. uh, you know, we but I so I don't know like anybody else besides him but well, now you do yeah 
but but the things that i i think about you know because he's been doing it for so long like all all these you know house things and, and things that you like when you walk into a house are you nervous about like if they i guess that's why the people you chose or, or the people that chose you are is helpful too like if they ask you a question about something you're like oh my gosh i don't i don't know like is there what is that kind of plug or or what is this or what you know it's it seems that seems hard too but it's all learning you know it is and i try to put myself in my students shoes because you know i'd always say there's no such thing as a dumb question but honestly there really are they're oh, dumb yeah. questions but you know <laughs> dumb questions. most questions are not so you know i always tell them like don't be afraid to ask questions don't be afraid to admit that if you you know you don't know something yep. and it's hard however to do that as an adult and so i'm trying to remind myself like I'm not going to know everything. And I don't have experience in like building homes and electric work and plumbing. So like, there are lots of things. I'm like, I have no clue where that hose leads to. However, like that's not my expertise. So like, it's okay. And I have to remind myself that like, it's okay for me to tell a client, you know what? I'm not sure where that hose leads to or what that outlet's for, but I'm going to find out and I'll let you know. So like, as long as I reach out to someone who does know who can give the correct answer, then, then that's okay. I mean, if I was just like, I don't know, then that yeah. wouldn't be, that wouldn't be as great of a thing. <laughs> do you do homework or do anything to like, all right, well, I'm, I'm deficient in this aspect of it. So what, like, how do I get better at that? Yeah, I've been, um, so I said, I really like books. So I, I do a lot of audiobooks. However, it's hard for me to break away from my like fiction books to go to like nonfiction or a podcast or something like that, where I could gain some knowledge. Yeah. So my goal this year is to try to lessen my fiction fun book, which is like awful and do some like educational listening on real estate. Like I'll do some, um, I, I do like self-help books, but I haven't done a lot of real estate ones in a while. So that would be something that's beneficial to me to, to kind of soak it in and hear different perspectives and learn different things. So. I would listen to um, this podcast called Learning Leader Show, and it has a bunch of leaders, and they, you know, they have books, and they, you know, they talk about it, it's it's geared towards leaders and leadership. Um, but I'd be mowing, and they're like, "All right, well, here's a, uh, this book I'm writing. I have the top six things for whatever," and I'm like, "Uh, like I don't have anything right. Let's start to stop the mower, get my phone out, and I'm like, all right, and like <laughs> put all these things in my phone because they're they sound good, and I want to like." No, know more about these things but i'm right, mowing right. You know, or doing or doing something outside so I, I enjoy that stuff too but it's you know i was talking to uh scott buker and oh, uh he's, his dad's I, my neighbor oh yeah we, we grew up yeah he literally grew up across the street from me oh nice yeah yeah so he's he's a good friend of mine we graduated at the same yeah. time together and um so i talked to him about reading books and he he says well he likes the actual books and right. he'll read them and he'll highlight certain things that he likes and then at the end of the book, he said he goes on his computer and just writes all the things or types all the things that he writ that he highlighted. Right. And then and now he has like this huge file of all these like important things to him, like of, right. of all these books oh, that he cool. can just go through and, and look. And I thought that was pretty cool. So I, I started doing that with a book. It uh, took me about a year to read this book off and on, but uh, I finished it finally. It was it was, what was it? it was uh, the book of Joe. It was about um, Joe Madden, uh, oh. baseball, baseball manager. <laughs> Uh, about his life and a lot of good leadership stuff in there and cool. just being a co good coach and, and that kind of stuff. So uh, finish that one. And then I, the next book I picked up was, I like Chuck Palahniuk too. He wrote Fight Club. Um, oh. And, and his, yeah. but his books are, I mean, if you've seen Fight Club, it's pretty graphic movie, 
Yeah. Uh, and that's how his books are. They're pretty brutal, uh, mm-hmm. some of them. Um, so I, I've read quite a few of his books. So I picked that one up. So I can read pretty much anything. Um, yeah. uh, I just got to have the time to do it. And once I like get into it, then I'm okay. But it's like, all right, am I going to start this book? I don't know. Right, <laughs> right. Well, I'll cheat. I'll do, I'll have it on my Kindle. Um, oh. And then, because I actually like real books too. <clears throat> like I have a whole shelf over there. But like in bed, it's easier with my Kindle because I don't have to have like a book light and I can just like mm-hmm. step aside. Um, but I'll have it on my Kindle, but I'll also have it on audiobook. So like I'll read a little bit at night and then in the morning I skip to that chapter in the audiobook and I'll dry- read it in the car. Oh, <laughs> okay, okay. I can like finish it in, in double time. <laughs> yeah. That, well, I also listen to things in two times speed. So I get, oh, I get the. I can't. I can't no? do two times speed. No, it's like. It's oh my gosh! Not, my not, well, I shouldn't say I shouldn't say not. It's not quite. It's one point seven is why I listen to oh, podcasts on. Okay. Okay. Um, I tried one. I tried one point eight. And it was too too much. So one point seven it is. Actually, I interviewed uh, an author, uh, and I think uh, and she works at University of Rice. But um, she and her husband wrote a book called City on Mars. And when she agreed to come on the podcast, I hadn't yet read the book, and she was going to oh. come on the podcast in four days. So I had yeah. to. I had oh to gosh. I had to audio book this two that was two times speed. Oh yeah. Uh, but but I had to get it done before I, I read the author. Yeah. <laughs> but that that was cool. It was a good book. It, you know, again, like pretty much uh, just like being able to read anything is I I think is good for me. I just gotta initially do it and then yeah. then I'm okay. But yeah. have you have you liked books your whole life? Have you liked reading? You know, I try to remember that because obviously teaching reading, I was always like, kids, you got to read. It's so great. But mm-hmm. I really don't, I don't remember if I liked oh. reading that much when I was in like elementary school and junior high. Like I, I truly don't remember. I know I started reading more in college. Like I read like Harry Potter. Like I think I read Harry Potter starting in college and I, I did like Twilight, like all these big series, you know, that were juvenile fiction. Um, but all the movies were coming out and they were like geared toward high school, college, I guess, age. So like, well, I'll read these. And that's when I think I really started. Like I read in high school, but I did a lot of spark notes, you know, oh, yeah. like I would read yeah. like for um, the great Gatsby. I yep. remember getting on spark notes all the time. I, I you know, that's funny. I, yeah. I, I was just on Netflix and I saw the great Gatsby on there. I go, I totally interesting. Like, you know what? I remember enjoying that book, but I couldn't tell you anything about it. <laughs> no, me neither. But I like I read it. It was I thought I, at the time it was good, you know. But <laughs> right, and I I actually reread um, To Kill a Mockingbird. I was just to say I, I yeah I would love to read those uh, Fahrenheit four fifty one Lord oh, yeah. of the Flies like yes. all those. Yeah. I don't even. That's what I think. That's why I think I don't think I really enjoyed it. I think I just did it because we had to. Um, yeah. but To Kill a Mockingbird was really good, and I read the sequel. Oh, nice. as an adult. So thank you, Mrs. Uh, what was her name? Mrs. Kiernan. Kiernan? Yeah. I think that's what I had for you. I don't know. Long time uh, ago. Uh, you know who likes reading? Mateo likes reading. Um, no. Yeah. He's, he was, he's a big reader. He's He doesn't read at home. We used to read at night because uh, yeah. his teacher made him read 10 minutes or 20 minutes a day or whatever. Yeah. Um, and but he doesn't do it anymore. And I was like, Hey, you got to start reading again. He goes, I read at school. I go, You read it. You, are you sure? Are you just saying that? He goes, No. We have a class. It's a study hall, and we we have to read. I said, okay. Mm-hmm. So, so then I asked him, I just to make, I, what book are you reading? Oh, this book. What's that about? Oh, this and that. Who are the main characters? Like I asked him all these questions. Oh yeah, he's good. <laughs> he's not, he's not a liar. He, you know, I just like to mess with him because yeah, because you know, he's my kid. You know, of course, absolutely. 
Yeah. I want I want to start reading um like not, I guess not with him, but like, hey, I want to read this book with, with you. You can read it at school, but I'm gonna read it at home too, and then we can talk about it. Yeah. Um, if you want, just so just just because, you know, that's yeah. what I do. I we went through development plans at work, and that's I have a couple of my staff staff that are gonna read read books and I told him I'd read it with them um just so we could talk about it and everything. So it's uh Love. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, it's it's a uh, one is there's a couple that that my boss keeps telling we should read is is uh the five dysfunctions of a team I think it's called, oh. and then okay. one is radical candor. He goes everyone in the Metro Parks have read them. Um, they're really good books. You should read them. I said okay, so I'm I'm my team. Some of my staff members are going to read them just oh, cool. because I was tasked with it too. So yeah, absolutely. absolutely. But it'll help. It'll help. And yeah. you know, we have this. You mentioned behavior early, and we we have this section on development plans where it's a behavior part, and that's where we can use this development plan to, you know, further something they're really good at, uh, try right. to help them where they're lacking. And right. I had a I had a staff member who was really honest with himself, and he's like, he's like, I just don't have confidence. I don't have confidence in decision making. Um, I want to be more assertive, and you know, and I told him I was like, yeah, sometimes when you call me, I'll get off the phone, and I'll go. Uh, he probably didn't need to call me for that. He goes, I do the same thing on my end. He goes, I'll hang up. I go, I didn't need to call him. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but but it, it was a cool thing to, to, you know, for him to say, like, I, I know I need this thing. I, I know, right. like, and and that's the one I was like, all right, we'll find a book that you think will help you and we'll read it together and, and yeah. see what we can do. So well, we read, we read Jack, uh, my son, Jack, we read Harry Potter okay, together because yeah. I wanted to read, I wanted him to read it, but I, I truly wanted to read it again because mm-hmm. um, I just don't remember and we were actually went to lunch um, with a friend yesterday and they had Harry Potter four on um, the TV. And I was like, this is the one we're on. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's the end. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I didn't remember all this stuff happened. And so like, we got to really, we got to get going. We got to finish this book so we can watch the movie. They're so good. You know, I did not remember that I listened to all the Harry Potter books. I was at, I was at UT uh, and I would work, I, I would listen to them um like when i was removing i worked there for seven years so when i was removing snow and like 3 a.m i you know i would listen to them and i went through my audible account because i recently got it again because i wanted to see if they're like i was looking for a certain book or something oh that city on mars book and i had okay. a free credit so i went on there i was like wait i listened to all the harry potter oh books my gosh. <laughs> and i didn't even know i didn't remember i did i know it's it's crazy <laughs> the stuff you don't remember yeah yeah oh, there's so- yeah have you been to the Harry Potter world at Universal Studios? Nope. I think we're gonna try to plan a Disney trip to go to okay. Disney, but they're different. They're different. Yes. Disney Universal. Yeah. 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 We haven't been. Um, but Kelly and Jake, like I said, they moved to Florida. My my real estate partner. Oh, okay. Friend. Um, and uh, and so they live like an hour and a half, two hours away from Disney. So we oh. might go stay with them and then and take a trip. But that would be cool to go to the, the Harry Potter. We're not uh, we're not super into Harry Potter, but all the stuff they did in that area is really cool, and it's like yeah. so immersive. Even when you're walking on, like, you're like, oh, you're this is London as you're walking by, you can't see any Harry Potter stuff, and then you like go behind a brick wall, and there's Diagon Alley and yeah. all this stuff there, and it's it was really cool. And yeah. although I had a friend at work who was making fun of me because I told her, I was like, yeah, you you go in Diagon Alley, and then you take the Harry Potter train and go over here. She goes. She just thought, she goes, wait, I go, what? She goes, Harry Potter train. I was like, I don't know what it's called. Goes, the Hogsmeade, Hog, Hogsmeade Express. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, yeah. But it's cool that, yeah. So, in, And the good thing about Universal Studios is 
you can probably do everything in a in two days if you really you know it, maybe even one day if you just like hey i just want to see the harry potter stuff you can definitely do it in one day but uh yeah there's smaller parks than disney than all the disney parks so but we yeah we just took the kids a a few weeks ago um but oh okay when you're a teacher uh did you have did you have kids that their parents would pull them out of school to go on vacations like not during yeah how did you as a teacher how did you feel about that they're they're kids go like take them yeah that's I mean, what I thought. Yeah, we we had uh, we talked about it, and I was more on that than Andrea was. And ultimately, she's like, "Yeah, we're just gonna go because people do it all the time." Anyway. So, because like, if every single person waited until all the prime times to take their kids, those places would be packed every time. Like, just go. There was actually, oh man, that's tough. Hey, remember I said I don't want you to talk about the camera anymore. Hey, you can say, but I, yep, okay, great. Um, so anyways, uh, there was this family at wrestling actually where my son does wrestling and they were, they were, I overheard them. I was like eavesdropping and I, I really want to talk to them, you know, cause I love people. So I was like, Oh, how can I, oh, I do that all the time. <laughs> so, oh man, it's so embarrassing. Maybe that's another like nerd ball thing. <laughs> like <laughs> trying to make friends. My husband says I attack people with friendship. And I'm like, what? <laughs> that's, that's nothing. <laughs> so, um, Oh, that's good. Yeah, oh, just throwing friend bombs everywhere. It is. It's, oh. it's ridiculous. But anyways, these two guys, their friends, they were talking about one was gonna take their kids to to Disney, like a Disney cruise, I think, in February. And he's like, "Yeah, we just don't know. Like, do we pull the kids out? Do we like? I don't want to be that bad parent." And that was, I was like, "This is my, yeah. this is my end." And I was like, "Hey, hey, I was a teacher for ten years. You take those kids out of school and you take them on that cruise. <laughs> you have fun. <laughs> yeah, said, yeah, they'll be fine. They'll survive." Actually, it worked out great for us because that was the week where we had really cold weather and snow. So the, the kids missed one, and it was a holiday on Monday. So the kids oh, missed okay. one day of school. Yeah. Martin Luther King week. Yep. Oh, yep. yeah. That was a good week. The kids missed one day. I mean, Mat- for the teachers, for me now that I'm yeah. home, I was like, oh my gosh, they need to go back. <laughs> I was like, wow, how the tables have, how the tables oh, have turned. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I know during the summer, Andrea was like, I can't wait till these kids go back to school because she works from home full time. Oh yeah. So she's just like, and they're older. They're twelve and nine, but they still yeah. they're still sliding misspelled notes in front of her camera. Like, can I have a snack? <laughs> you know, like all these things you don't need. Like, why do you bother me with this right now? Right, right. Just get a snack. <laughs> Although mine, I have to ask too, so it's fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, and Mateo still does it, which is good. You know, I, at some yeah. point he's not going to, um, right. but he still does. He asks, you know, he makes his own lunch, which is cool. Like he'll say, "Can I? Yeah. Can I?" Can I make lunch? I'm like, yeah, I can make it for you. He goes, no, I can do it. So yeah. I try to pay attention on why he wants to do it, but he doesn't make it any bigger than I actually, sometimes he makes it smaller than I would. So yeah. like, um, I don't know. He just likes to do it. I guess sometimes yeah. I'll offer it to cook him something. He goes, no, I just want a turkey sandwich. I said, okay. Yeah. So, great. yeah. Yeah. My nine year old's just gotten into cooking and he'll make avocado toast with oh. an egg. So we learned how I taught him, you know, at first I'm like, oh my gosh, like he's going to be on the stove, but you know, like, <laughs> If you teach kids, like kids can do a lot of stuff. Yeah. I just feel like nowadays, like we just, we, we just, you know, hold them all the time. And it's like, you know, they're really capable. Truly. Oh, yeah. You hold them to high expectation. They'll, they'll meet it. So Mateo yeah. saw, I think he saw on a YouTube video, this person uh, took a piece of bread, cut a hole in it and then fried an egg in it inside the bread. Yeah. And, and he's like, dad, I want to do this. And he showed me, I was like, all right. So I watched him the first time and I had to help him a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but not yeah, he would do does it every once in a while. <coughs> As my so, kid comes up with two white chocolate chips. <laughs> that's all she had. 
No note. No note. But she's got the two white chocolate chips. <laughs> yep. So breakfast. breakfast. At least she gets the notes. <laughs> you know, the, do you still have to? Do you still wake up early on the weekends and have to do like things for them? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Mm, oh, it's very brave of you. You don't. Know I got to count that my macros. Um, you, you don't know where that's been. No, I sure don't. Probably on the floor. Mm. <laughs> Love it. Because that—that's that, where we're at now. Where I set my alarm last night just to make sure I didn't miss this podcast. I set it for 8.30. And when I went to bed, I was like, the alarm will go off in nine and a half hours. I go, oh my gosh, nine and a half <laughs> hours. And I woke up about nine hours of that. But I, I don't worry about my, like my kids, they, Lillian usually has Pop-Tarts or Mateo makes cereal or toast or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, it's, I don't know. Are you still, you're still, you know, dealing I with. Like I, yeah. I, my like internal clock kind of wakes me up sometime like seven, like mm-hmm. today. I had an alarm set for 740 because I I'm trying actually to like get up earlier. I like when I coach on, I coach two days a week and when I coach, I have to get up at 440 because the first class is at 530. Okay. Um, so like then other days, like if I, I, I also try to work out in the morning and I work out at the six, usually the 630 class. So like, I'm usually getting up like six between 440 and six, like every day. And so, and it's been a couple of weeks now. So my internal clock just kind of gets me yeah. up. Not enough to, I don't trust it enough to not set an alarm, <laughs> but like, it, it is kind of nice to get up and be ready before the kids get up. Because I find if I, if I'm sleeping and they wake me up or if I sleep in, I actually am more groggy if I mm. don't like get up and like get some water and have my coffee and kind of putz around a little bit. So. I well, know. if I, if I do take uh go to vault, that'd be the class I would take is the five thirty one. Cause I, I got it. We're supposed to be at work at six, but I'm the supervisor and I'm trying to scale back my start time because I've been staying, like I've been working like nine to 10 hours a yeah. day. So I'm trying to scale back that start time. Cause I know I've been there later. So yeah. um, well, the five thirty is fun. They're fun little bunch in the five thirty. I did. I did. Uh, do you notice if there's, and not even just that class, but just in general, are there more men or women that work out or is it a mix just at your place? Hey, honestly, I think it's a pretty good mix. Like I was just yeah. curious. Yeah, I think it is. Um, I don't think I could say for sure if it's more men or women. Did I mean, you see? Other- did you yeah. see the New Year's jump that happened there or no? Oh like- no, we don't usually get a New Year's jump. Yeah, I would <laughs> imagine that's more like uh, Planet Fitness. It is yeah. definitely. Yeah. yeah. Well, I did talk to Mateo about it. Um, he's supposed to get back to me, so he said, <laughs> "I'll think about it." I said, <laughs> "Okay." I, I, oh, I, he just. He just really wants to lift weights. And I keep trying to tell him, like, you can't, you can't do that yet, man. And you're just too young. I know you're a big dude and you want to do it. I was like, you just, you can't do it yet. You can do push-ups and sit-ups and run around and, you know, all these different body weights and motions and stuff. I just, you can't, you can't lift weights yet, man. Well, I mean, you can tell them though. Like, I mean, I have kids who are, you know, working on their hinge. Like the hinge would be like the first step to like a deadlift and they're using kettlebells. Like it once, but they couldn't, they didn't use those until their form was perfect picking up a dodgeball. Yeah. I mean, so like, so he will get to use weights. It's just not like, he's not going to be like overhead pressing like 45 pounds. You know what I mean? We have kettlebells and there was a time when I was using them. He likes kettlebells. Yeah. Uh, I like kettlebells a lot. And we'll do like, we'll do like farmer's carries with those. We'll do, we'll do like dumbbell goblet squats. Like if he, if his squat form's good, we add some weight. Uh-huh. Uh, and I have like a bunch of kids training bars and um, stuff like that. So as their form improves, like they do get to use some, but it's not enough where they would probably, you know, injure themselves because sure, that sure. Would be purpose. 
And that's what he doesn't understand. It's like, dude, you're you're growing, and you're you still right. got he. You know, he's I think he's like five seven. I go, you still got. You're gonna be end up being you know six five. Like you still have yeah. a, a lot to grow, and I don't want to hurt you. I don't want to hurt right. your growth plates and your muscles and all these things that can affect yeah. you in the end. You know, if he he right. he has a goal of starting starting varsity as a freshman. That's his goal, and. Yeah. And I think that's why he wants to lift weights, you know, because he he's right. he's been around football long enough because I've been there for forever. And, right. you know, last year, Reed Durkin was a, a freshman starting on the offensive line. He saw that. And that's he's like, yeah, I want to do that, too. So, yeah. you know, he uh, I like that he has that. So I'm just trying to foster as much as I can, you know. Right. Right. Not, not every kid says I want to work out, you know. Right. Well, if you send them, they always say they listen to other people more than their parents. So, oh, for sure. I get that all the time from parents. Yep. The one <laughs> not even I- about football. I know. I know. It's anything. My one friend, um, he's a member and his kid comes and um, I'm like, he's doing so great. And he goes, yeah, well, he listens to you way more than he listens to me at home. And I'm like, I know it's just my kids are exactly the same way. They're in the class. And half the time I'm like, Hey, I have kids here that are members. And like, you're here cause you're my kid. And so like, you need to listen because mm-hmm. he, like Taylor Swift. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Such a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mine too. <laughs> she wants Taylor Swift to be her sister, was what she said. I think, like, back when Britney Spears was my idol, I don't think I ever actually want to be my sister, but oh. we can take it to that level. See, you know, uh, Taylor Swift and Britney Spears, they, they were so like boys and girls, like, like them. And yeah. uh, you brought up Britney Spears. It reminded me, I had a, I don't know, had to be two feet by three feet uh, cardboard and I cut out all the, whatever Britney Spears picture I found, I cut yeah. out and put on my. <laughs> Good old Britney. It was just all about it. Yeah. But oh my gosh, Britney Spears. I read her book. I read her autobiography. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How was that? Like I listened to it. Yeah. Uh it was it w- it sounded like Britney. Okay. If Britney were to write a book, that's what I would expect it to be. <laughs> well, that's exactly what I thought. So okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well- well, I won't keep you. I know you got somewhere to be, but I do appreciate you coming on here. Uh, I we didn't get a chance to talk about your social media and that kind of stuff because I really enjoy well, watching me, those. But let me check because J uh, round two. That's all right. Oh, you, okay. you can always come back on. You know, it's not a big deal. This doesn't, this doesn't have to be a one and done. You can come back on and. Uh, oh, fun! This like, is fun. I, I'm telling you, people really enjoy it. And there's been a lot of people who are like, I kind of want to do this. I go, hey, whenever you have an idea, even even if you don't have your own uh, podcast, but you're like, hey, this might be good for some sort of podcast or something. I always tell people, come here. I will, I will, we'll do whatever your idea is. We'll put it out under my platform just so it's out there and people can see it. And if you like it, you, we can do more. There's that author I talked about. She had all these stories that didn't quite fit in the book and she wanted to do a podcast. And she's like, I just ultimately talked myself out of it. I go, well, come on here. We'll schedule something. We'll put all these out as like a little mini series of all these things that didn't make it in the book. And, you know, so if you ever have any ideas like that, let me know because I'm, I'm all about it. I love podcasts. I love, I want people to do them if if they get excited about it too. So that's awesome. Well, enjoy your uh, day of wrestling. And, uh, yes, I can't wait. It's <laughs> my favorite. Yeah. Well, th- thanks again for coming on. Yeah, no problem. Thanks again to my guest, Courtney Rager, for coming on the podcast. It was awesome listening to, uh, as soon as she said she likes plants, I'm like, all right. I-, I could, we could have had a whole podcast about plants probably. But then she didn't, she said she did like outside plants. I'm like, well, that's kind of my jam. Indoor, not so much. Uh, but maybe she can take one of my succulents that I've been <laughs> growing uh, in the cold, cold window. Um, but yeah, great conversation. Uh, I knew, like I said <clears throat> during the podcast, I knew her a little bit because she was my son's teacher, um, and it was, but it was good. So we got you know talking to her new jobs now that she left teaching, 
a great conversation about her leaving teaching and why she did that. Uh, reading books, Harry Potter a little bit more. And uh, yeah, so it was a great conversation. Hopefully she comes back on. I, I am very interested in talking to her about her social media. She does a lot uh, on her for her realtor Instagram. Um, so that was cool. So again, thanks to Courtney for coming on. Thanks to all of you for always following, liking, sharing, subscribing to the podcast. Check out the YouTube page. Search The Nerdball Podcast. If you want to hit us up on email, it's the nerdballpodcast at gmail.com. All social medias, just search the nerdball podcast. Just Google that, you'll find everything you need. The Nerdball Podcast. Also, have another podcast called Three Different Dads. We are in hiatus currently, but we have 50 episodes there. Check that out. Uh, again, just search the Three Different Dads wherever you're listening. As always, thanks to Real JP Multimedia, Big Daddy Graphics, Perrysburg Junior High STEM Lab, and Cuttlefish Graphics for always helping out the podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.